Hi guys, this is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Happy Sunday. Yeah, happy Sunday. Podcast number five. Thanks for joining us. Yes, we really appreciate, as always, the support, the reviews, the ratings. um, The subscribing. Yes, important. And also, telling your friends we appreciate all of the love that we have been receiving. You realists. Um, So today we want to talk about new year, new you, um, decluttering and living more fulfilled lives. Yes, because I have a lot of things that I need to let go of. I don't know if anybody else feels me, but I I hold on to too much stuff. Hold it on. I think over the last maybe couple years, I have been avidly trying to declutter, get rid of stuff, recycle, reuse, reduce. Um, give shit away and I still keep getting more more things I give stuff away and then buy more stuff so it's kind of like I'm defeating my own purpose yeah so and how about I will collect all the things that I don't want in the bags will just sit in my closet or in my car I never really get rid of the stuff gotta get rid of it so today we're going to be in a nutshell talking about minimalism so what is minimalism? Do you want to tell us the definition? Yeah, I can give the definition. Well, first of all, um, the reason why we wanted to do a podcast on this or what sparked the decision to make this podcast was a documentary on Netflix called Minimalism, a documentary about the important things. And it's about two people, Ryan Nicodemus and Joshua Fields, who decided, well, not decided, but they realized that they were in a general definition, a general sense, successful, but they weren't fulfilled or happy. And they realized that they were putting a lot of their um, happiness into material things and not really having any joy or, let's see, contentment Mm -hmm. um, necessarily. So if you just look at the definition of minimalism, according to Josh and Ryan, Minimalism is a tool to rid yourself of life's excess in favor of focusing on what's important so you can find happiness, fulfillment, and freedom. So happiness, fulfillment, and freedom is something that I think we all want. And by implementing some of the ideas of minimalism, we should be able to obtain those things. Yes. So point point one in our podcast is the importance of decluttering. Right? Yep, you're right. So, why is it important to declutter? Um, when we were watching a documentary and when we were listening to some of their podcasts, cause, because they also have podcasts and other material um, in the social media world that you can access, they were discussing why is it important or figuring out... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she just made me laugh. <laughs> Talking about why it's important to remove the excess. Um I think it's key in understanding that you do not have to be a minimalist by label or category to agree or understand minimalism. Yeah, That's important. So um, why do we need to declutter? Why is it important um, for me? Well, why is it important for you? Well, it's important for me because um, a lot of times I have so many things and I still feel like I have nothing. Like mm-hmm. I mentioned in an earlier podcast, I will have so many clothes in my closet, yet I always feel like I have nothing to wear. And the reason for that is I don't have items of clothing that essentially bring joy to my life. Right. I just have a whole bunch of things. Yes. So getting rid of the things that don't 
the clothing items that don't bring me joy or that I don't necessarily like will allow me to implement quality pieces that I do like and actually feel like, you know, my mm-hmm. money is going to things that I want to wear and I'm not just going out buying more junk. So definitely removing the excess. And that's not even just in your clothing that's in your life completely. So removing what no longer serves you and what is no longer valuable or adds value to your life. Um, I feel like, well, I have a lot of clothing. I have a lot of everything, but clothing and shoes is def- are definitely in my items of clutter because I worked in retail for a long time before I transitioned into the healthcare um, industry. So I was telling Brittany that working in retail, you're trained and you are, um, I don't know, I don't want to say trained like it's like some military right um but that's what people feel like a lot of times yeah you are trained though you are trained to recognize the details and the subtle differences in fabric and in cut and in wash and in um you know distressed denim versus clean denim like you're taught all of these little nuances to look at and then you are able to justify the purchase to the consumer and also to yourself so i was telling Brittany, i have at one point when i worked in retail i had probably a hundred pairs of jeans mm. and all that I can justify by having because I'm like, well, this watch is like distressed. Right. This one has like, um, like, can't you see it's kind of worn here <laughs> on the back pockets and these ones are my crop. Like I had all these jeans and I can understand the differences and I feel like that's what allowed me to have a lot of, a lot of, a lot, a lot of everything. And additionally, when I worked in retail I was able to justify the purchase because I was wearing the clothes every day. You know what I mean? So it's like my day-to-day look was also my work look. Mm -hmm. With my job now, I'm more business casual. So I need to get rid of all of the things that I once found value in that I no longer use. I've gained weight since then. So some of the stuff doesn't fit. And I need to just be comfortable with letting it go. So... That's kind of why it's important for me to declutter, remove that access of things that no longer serve purpose. I don't even work in the same field. It just isn't important to me anymore. Yeah, um, I agree with everything that you said. And one thing I had to declutter was my lipsticks. I had so many different lipsticks. Um, I don't know if anyone or a lot of people might know about ColourPop. They get you because they have the lipsticks for cheap. $6 for a liquid lipstick, and that was hot. And, I mean, I was getting all of the colors. Green, three different reds, purples, pinks. And when I tell you that, I rarely ever wore... I never wore the green one. I never wore that either, and I had that as well. And I just knew I was going to bring that out for the holiday season. Was going to whip it out, a holiday holiday lip. But I got so many of those lipsticks... Just because they were $6 or because I follow them on social media, they advertise a flash mm-hmm. sale. That's how they get us with these advertisements. They are made up to get us to spend our money when a lot of America lives paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be spending that money, whether it's $6 or $3. You don't, you're not even going to use it. Yeah. But they caught me. They caught me up. I had so many of those lipsticks when I went through and cleared out my little makeup drawer. I had like over 40 lipsticks and I literally only wear like three. See, you got to get rid of the old, make space for the new or actually make space for the valuable. Um, I know that I know a couple of minimalists. My sister is is a minimalist. She has the basics mm-hmm. and she is she really loves it. 
She lives in a studio apartment by choice. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to upgrade or get more space. She finds like so much happiness in having a little bit of everything. Um, so that's I need, admirable. Yeah, I know. I'm. A, I remember when we were like shopping for our apartments. I'm like, girl, can't do a studio. Can't. Will not do. And a studio. why not? You I don't just, have children. I know, but I felt like I had too much. My thing was closet space. Uh, I need my closet separate and for my living room, my bed. I need all this different space, and I really don't need it. You don't need it in the sense of need the word. a tiny need, house. Yeah, <laughs> I love tiny houses. So now I'm obsessed much. with tiny houses because they are just so it like feasible. You have what you need. That's it. Your own property, your own little small living quarters. You don't have. Like in the documentary, they talked about how we want these big homes and we don't even use all of that space. Like mm -hmm. we have these dining rooms. We never sit down in the dining rooms and eat. Mm -hmm. We have these patios, made up living rooms that no one can go in. Like, right. you know, <laughs> don't a, touch. Don't sit on my good couch. That's like, the black mama house. The black mama. Why do we have this white, room? White rug, white piano. That's the white room. Right. Get JJ out my white room. No, don't start. <laughs> don't don't need the white room. No one's sitting in it. Don't. But need the space. thing is, we have we we buy these big homes that we don't essentially need. Yeah. And we have so we have so many rooms and space, so much space that we don't use. We have overhead costs that are so high because we're paying for additional lights, water, electricity. When we can be living in much smaller living quarters, comfortably, of course. Yeah. Don't go outside of your comfort zone. You can be comfortable, but. We don't need it. Yeah. Bottom line, don't need it. Which brings us to our just-in-case little topic. Um, I feel like a lot of us, we're just waiting on the just-in-case. We cannot let go of the just-in-case items. And just-in-case sounds just what it sounds like, what it is, just-in-case. You keep things just-in-case you need them, just-in-case it might come in handy for future use, and then the future use never comes. Right. I had... Like I told Brittany, some lace socks, you guys. <laughs> some lace socks that I wore. The last time I wore them, I just wore them maybe last week or the week before. The last time before that was in 2014. And I would not get rid of those damn socks because I'm like, one day I'm going to pull up on the scene with these socks <laughs> and that's going to be it. But you guys, I didn't wear them for two years. Why, won't I, why wouldn't I just let them go? Just in case I want to keep them so that I would be able to have them, I guess, for a one-off occasion. But also, the minimalists were stating that there's a theory that get rid of all the things that you don't need. Not all, you guys. Don't be dramatic right. or take it literal. Like, I'm getting rid of all this shit. Take small steps because you don't want to get rid of everything and then be, you know, have a panic out. attack or right. like, oh, I did it too fast. I actually needed that. Yeah, asked out like a thong. We don't <laughs> want that. <laughs> Point is... Get rid of some of those just-in-case items that you're not necessarily utilizing. And their theory is, if you happen to stumble upon a day where you might need the item, hopefully you can replace it and it's less than $20 and you can find it within a 20-minute radius. That's how you prove that, yes, I got rid of it and it should be less money for me to replace it and less time for me to replace it. So try that. Get rid of some of those just-in-case items. I have a bunch of books from grad school. Ugh. I don't know why I'm holding on to them. I'm holding on to my books too, and I have not touched. Look, I barely touched them when I was supposed to. <laughs> so after the course was over, I wanted nothing to do with the course. The course wanted nothing to do with me. The books could have went to the used bookstore. They could have went anywhere. However, they are now sitting in my closet, taking up space. I'm why? never going to reference those books again. I'm not in the practice of psychology. No, I, I don't, don't need the books. 
I need to give those books to book off. We need to just gather up our books and take them to book off and let somebody else put them on a bookshelf who ain't going to read them because I'm tired of having those books in there too. I was saying that too. I'm not going to go back and reference the spectacle of this. That I don't give a degree is earned. Degree right. is done. School has been paid their money. I don't want those damn books anymore. And you know, one thing I read, like even outside of school books, like say just books that we read for leisure, you can read a book and gift it. Give it to another that's, person. That's an act of minimalism because you know what? You've already read that book. I know. Let I, someone else read it. I'm collecting so many books that I can be given to other people to read and get the same experience that I got from the book. I know. I, I thought about that. I had gifted my best friend's husband the You Are a Badass. I bought him his own copy only, only because... I still want to be able to reference my book. That's a really that's, good book. That's one thing. Like, if you find joy in that book and, you, you know, that book does something for you, by all means, keep that book. Now, Give don't him just, his. Don't <laughs> just go giving away things because you just don't want to have anything. That's not the case here. That's not the point of minimalism. Right, right. So, get rid of some stuff, guys. Get rid of those just-in-case items. And then if you need to replace it, do it for less than $20 in less than 20 minutes. Try that. I'm going to try it. I hope you guys try it. Um, second point is discussing items of value. So things that add value to your life and making sure that you only have things that add value. Yes. So the idea here is quality over quantity. You want to Mm -hmm. have back to the wardrobe. You want to have, I'm sorry, because that's a really big thing for me here with this minimalism. So much of my money goes to little cheap pieces, forever 21 on sale, little pieces from China. <laughs> no, no more, no Stop. more. I need to invest in quality pieces, and it can sometimes it might be of a high dollar amount, but catch it on the sale, and that piece will have more longevity than the little Forever Twenty One. I'm um, nineteen ninety nine. The one off, special. The one wearing. Yeah, so trash. Quality it. over quantity. That's the idea here with minimalism. So whatever you have, you're more concerned with the quality. Versus how many or how much of something that you have. Agreed. Um, I think we should try for one year, find things that only add value to our lives. So no little cheap, cheap anything. And cheap is relative. I don't even want it. My mom would kill me if she heard me say cheap. Inexpensive. <laughs> inexpensive. No more inexpensive. If it's inexpensive and you got it for a good deal, but you know the, in, the quality shouldn't be inexpensive. Quality. The cost can be inexpensive for something that, like you said, you caught on sale. But don't buy a bunch of crap just to have it or just to be like, oh, I got that too. That's another thing because outside of the minimalism thing, we spend money on things thinking it's high quality because it costs a lot. Right. Not always the case. No. Um, So definitely quality over quantity. I think controlling our impulses. I'm very impulsive. I will see a trip on Groupon and want to purchase it and want all the homegirls to purchase it that day. Let's go. Booked. We're flying out tomorrow. And I'm when it comes to that, I like to marinate on things. You do. And I appreciate that because I'll send something to be like, transfer me your money. Right, you got, <laughs> I have my card ready. Like, no, wait a minute, sister. Yeah. It does sound like a great deal. But when you go look, they keep having these great deals every month. Right. And the I'm deal's like, not going anywhere. I know. And I, I'm working on that. I was saying that um, when I went to Target yesterday... I was fixed on going in there and grabbing the three items that I needed. Three items in that. This is post-documentary. <laughs> Pre-documentary Germany would have went in there and per, per, what is that? Perused, carused, mm-hmm. whatever. Perused the aisles. Perused every aisle in that bitch. I'm looking for. Don't my, hit up that dollar section either. No, no, no. I'm like, does my dog need a new leash? Um, 
I need more of those Glade plug-in things. Uh, I have toothpaste, but I might need more. Let's try this new one. The new one that says your teeth will get white in three hours. That That's how it works. You end up trying all this shit and engaging in this consumer, consumer Consumerism. Culture. Yes. Yeah. And buying shit that you don't even need. That's how Target is set up. That's how... Target really life but life is set up up like that same thing happened to me in Target now I've been using the same Dove soap for years however I almost got caught because Dove has a new um shower foam (laughs) that they put out on them shelves and what do I do stop I had it in my hand and everything ready to try the shower foam no the soap that I use is effective I've been happy with it put that shower foam that costs more by the way Put that shower foam down. You don't need that. Put it down. Usually, when I go into Target with this let me try attitude, I'm spending $60, $70, $80 quick. The other day, I went in Target and I spent $17 because I got what I, the essentials. I got what I needed. Amen. Agreed. Also, with the Lush products. Uh, that that will That's a love. That's a love for us. However, I was going to, I had it on my agenda this weekend. I'm going to Lush. I'm grabbing a couple of new things and I'm going to come home and try them. And then I was saying, this is post-documentary Germany who said this. <laughs> Post. Germany, you have things in there to use. You have shower gel, you got the soap bar, you got the body conditioner, you got all the shit that you might want to try out. Use this stuff now. When you run out, then explore a new scent. Explore a new product. Right. But you don't need a bunch of Lush products to feel like you're doing it. You're mm-hmm. in. You're part of the hype. just use what you have and be done girlfriend so that's my biggest thing using what I have now and then replacing when it's necessary agreed another point I now have a coffee maker and I live alone I'm the only person in my home drinking coffee I have a mug a plain mug just serves the purpose of me having my coffee however I was ready to go out to Marshall's and get a variety of mugs just because they're cute that doesn't make any sense. Like, mm-hmm. you have a mug, a functioning mug. Use that mug, drink your coffee, and go on about your day. I'm always thinking of, oh, this would be this mug will make a cute photo op, or mm-hmm. I got to have this mug, so if I take pictures, it looks cute. Stepping out of that. Step Stepping out of, out of that items. mindset, yes. The, show, the for show, for show pieces. Um, so use what you have now. Replace it when it's gone. The things that you have right now, if they're effective, don't be quick to get more just to have more, it's okay. What you have right now, it works. In addition, this frees up your money to do other things. I'm not saying that money is a problem. I feel very financially stable. However, there's always an ability and an opportunity to save more and to have the opportunity to experience more financial freedom. Mm -hmm. So look at your coins. Take an inventory, that's third point. Take an inventory of how much access you actually have, how much access you're using. Excess, not access. Yes. Excess. Your overhead cost. Yeah. Um, are you spending too much in one area? For instance, you, Germany, you've mentioned that you had three gym memberships at one point. Three. You guys, I had a class pass <laughs> membership. I had a 24-hour gym membership and a crunch membership. Crunch is one mile from my house, and it's convenient. I can get in there, hit those weights, and come back home. I have 24 because I like to take a couple cycle classes and the class pass was hype. I had that so I could do do my yoga right. And then I'm thinking, Brittany, this was, see, another time where Brittany had the let me think about it mentality. They sent an email (laughs) and they they were advertising 
three months for half off. And I said, wow. And the thing about that was the class that we essentially want to take, we can only take twice. All the other, the two times we had the class pass, we never used all of the classes. That let me know that that's not for me. Yeah. I did not utilize all of the classes. I don't care how much it is. (laughs) I'm not investing in that anymore because it wasn't useful. Right. And then, then I was telling her, I'm texting her and I'm like, but it'll be worth it to take take the Y7 classes. And then I'm like, I can take cycling classes with the other ones. However, my 24-hour gym membership allows me to cycle at 24-hour fitness. So, point is, I'm trying to take inventory, which I hope you guys are able to take inventory, of how much excess you have. So, I eliminated that. I didn't even entertain the class pass membership anymore. And I also am a wine club member. Mm. Deading that, come tomorrow. I tried to call over the weekend and they were out of the office. I was like, let me let me dial up the number to the business office. They're like, they only work between 8 and 4. I will call back at 8 on Monday right. morning. Right, taking inventory. Uh, my cable. <laughs> I had all these channels and I, I'm not really an avid TV watcher. Like, not saying I don't watch TV at all, but it's not just my thing where I'm always watching TV. Like, I have my select shows that I can watch anytime. Mm-hmm. But I'm paying so I was paying so much for cable and not utilizing it. So mm-hmm. I no longer have cable. I stream with a fire stick and it I'll, works. I'll catch it when I catch it. it. Might not be hot, hot piping hot right when it drops, but <laughs> I don't I don't need that. Agreed. So cable was one thing that I was able to eliminate and free up some funds to do something that I actually like to do. Yeah. And We don't want you guys to think that we're saying to deny yourself of things you enjoy. Not at all. Because you're decluttering. Because that's not it. We're saying have a little bit of quality, not a lot of bit of quantity. Or does that that make sense? The other way. Have a little little bit bit of of quality. I said it. Okay, girl, I'm so sorry. Have have some shit that you really like. It's mimosa. And get rid of that shit that you don't. That's all we're saying. That if you really, really like a certain champagne, as I do... I'm not going to not get the champagne that I like because I feel like, oh, I'm living a minimalist life. No, I'm purchasing the champagne I want to drink versus having that wine membership with them sending me X amount of bottles every couple months and I still have some of it in my refrigerator. Exactly. Like I can do away with the membership and re-up on some of those bottles of Clico. The idea here is there's nothing wrong with owning material things. The problem is when we give too much meaning or value to material things or a... a negative attachment to the material things and we're not taking joy into our personal growth, our health, our relationships. Mm-hmm. And if you find value in the things that you're getting, do not give them away. Keep them. If they serve you a purpose, if they make you happy, which is what we're saying, if it is adding value and contentment and feelings of like, oh my God, I really, you said it, the hell yeah feeling. Hell yes. If it's giving you the hell yes feeling, keep it. Please don't get rid of that stuff. Because you, you, those are the kind of things that you should have. The things that are just mediocre, do away with them. So that's what we want to make sure you guys know. Don't deny yourself of the good shit that you really, really, really like, right? Yep. Point four will be a couple of our challenges. So the minimalists have a 30-day challenge. And um, do you want to do this or should we should we try to do it? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm all here. I'm here for it. You're here for it. Okay, so the 30-day challenge that they explained is that every day you get rid of an item. So so say we start this today or whatever. Day one, we get rid of one item. Day two, we get rid of two items. Day three, three items, so on and so forth until you get to the end of the month and hopefully you've gotten rid of... How 30 items. Item? 30 items, right? Or 31. You should have gotten rid of more than that. 
Because oh, it kind of it kind of is like exponentially growing. Got it. So you should have gotten I rid of a million items. Yeah, we <laughs> weren't good at math, but you should have got rid of a whole bunch of things that you didn't need. And the person that you're being accountable with and for, you guys will go back and forth. And the person who completes the month is the winner. Um, also, I was telling Brittany this year for like birthdays or Christmas, we're not going to gift each other anything. We're going to practice that. Oh, you have some hair, some paper in your hand. Oh, thank okay. you. Uh, so <laughs> we are going to try to um, gift each other with experiences, things that are going to add value to our lives. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be Christmas or a birthday. If you find a little token of appreciation or something that you know the other person would enjoy, you can get that at any time. You don't have to wait until it's Christmas or a birthday. Right. So... For instance, take your friends to the movies or cook them dinner mm-hmm. or plan um, a trip with them. For I love a, gift. a dinner. Yes. Or gift them with concert tickets. Exper- we like experiences. Yes. Those things are value of value for us. The last couple months, we've gone to a lot of concerts, a lot of shows. We have some things coming up in the near future that should be really, really, really fun. Yeah. And we don't mind spending our money on things like that. Find your thing or your experience and I guess invest in that. Invest in that, exactly. Invest in that. You want to talk about the capsule wardrobe? Yeah, for a that's right? another challenge I mentioned before the capsule wardrobe. So basically, what a capsule wardrobe is, is you have a certain amount of pieces for um, that you rotate every three months. And you want to pick pieces that you really like. So, what you do is you, the first step is you go through your closet and you're clearing it out and you separate everything into. Three piles. Well, actually four piles. So you have a love it pile and you would wear it now. Then you have a maybe pile, which is you might like it, but you might not wear it now. So it might be out of season or mm. it may need to be tailored. You know, it's just not a right now piece. The next um, the next pile is a note pile. Like, no, that item is dead. And then, um, yeah, so that's it. Those are the piles that you have. And so... After you separate your clothes and not in that pile, you want to go through and pick some staple pieces. So for each season, this is just a rough number. You'll have about nine to ten bottoms, ten pairs of shoes, fifteen tops, and then four jackets and dresses. And you're going to be rotating those items um, through your daily wardrobe. And they recommended about thirty-seven pieces. Realistically. Uh-huh. I'll probably need a little bit more, but the idea is everything that I have in my closet for that season, I like, I love, I find joy in those pieces, and it's not a I have all this stuff in my closet but nothing to wear type thing. Yeah. So capsule wardrobe, definitely implementing that. I've been going through my closet periodically. I'm on the final stretch, little walkthrough, and so I do have some with the items that I have. I do need to pick up more pieces to you know complete my capsule wardrobe. But essentially, I'm using the things that I have to get it going. Yeah, I need to do that. I need to throw away or whatever, donate. I just donated a lot of things to my best friend who's going to give them to her her mother-in-law to take back to the Philippines because they just had a typhoon. So I felt really good going through my closet last night and getting rid of all that stuff. I'm going to go through some shoes and get rid of that because I have too, too, too many pairs of shoes. So... Some challenges and barriers you might you guys might come across. Um, if things have sentimental value with you with you that you want to get rid of or like um, 
photos that you're kind of concerned about getting rid of, scan them, put them in an online album or store them on your phone if that works for you. And also recognize that the memories are in your mind, not in the item. It's not in the thing. Mm-hmm. All that does is spark a memory. The, we have the memories already. So don't be afraid to let go of items like pictures or I have a I have my yearbook in there from senior year. That was so. I'm being got rid of that. I why why do I have it? I need to get mm-hmm. rid of that. I did, That's why, we, especially when you have Facebook. I don't have Facebook, but the point is, I don't care about those people <laughs> anyway. The people who are on Facebook and the people in that yearbook. I had moved to a whole different school. Okay. Like the last two years of school, so that was just like a one off. Like you know, oh, yeah, I was a part was. of the. No, but I wrote. I was for a the part yearbook. of your book too when I went to a different school. Right. So I have That's a couple so articles funny. in there that I've written. But I could get rid of that stuff. I don't, I'm never reading. I have not read that shit in ages. So I need to get rid of that, that stuff. So if you, if you run across feeling kind of anxious about getting rid of that stuff, what I heard one of the minimalists say is that they got rid, they put a couple things in a box, threw it in the trash and went on about their day. The next day they came back and realized they didn't even recognize that it was gone and they were okay with doing away with it. So like you mentioned earlier, Put some things in a box, come back to them mm-hmm. in maybe like 30 or 90 days. Give yeah. yourself a time frame. If I don't revisit this in a month, I really don't need it. Yeah, you can definitely ease into it. It doesn't have to be a dramatic decrease to where you might be negatively affected by um, implementing minimalism. Yeah. And you're implementing. You're not just completely going off the deep end. No. In the documentary, if you guys take a look, you'll see that they have they are extreme minimalists. They don't yeah. have a TV. They have like a bed, a couch, basics. No detail on the walls. None. But no. they've also been doing this for a while. Five so years. So it might have taken them a while to get to that place as well. Yeah, they've had packing parties. So just ease into it step by step. We, I don't plan on getting rid of my TV. I don't plan on getting rid of my car. No. You know, people think that if you say, oh, I'm a minimalist. that You don't have anything. Any, I didn't say that. Right. Still living here in 2017. <laughs> yes. You still are functioning. We're a part of social media. I mean, well, technology. But yeah. you don't have to let this kind of stuff consume you. Consume You You don't. And just understand that minimalism will look different for everyone. There's varying levels of minimalism. So don't think you have to be one clear-cut way to be considered a minimalist or have a minimalistic Approach. lifestyle. Yeah. Do your thing the way you want to do it. If you guys have any questions for us, any comments, any whatever, uh, feel free to reach out to us via Twitter. We want to get our Twitter up. We want you guys <laughs> to like, you know, we have a little in- bit of dialogue right. with us on our social media. And we don't have any questions on our Ask FM yet. We only talking to each other. Yeah, so please like. Let us know y'all fuck with us. Yes, like, please give us, like, some topics, anything you want to hear. Okay, but we're not desperate. We trying to still keep it coming for y'all. <laughs> Definitely, but I know, you know, that I was just as a nice little touch, like, yeah. little reader feedback, or, you know, like, something that they want us to touch on, you know. So, if y'all really fucking with us the way y'all say y'all fucking with us. <laughs> Because we, we get a lot of feedback that the girlfriends are really enjoying. We do get feedback. Not saying we don't get feedback. But. And we appreciate that. And maybe, you know what? Maybe it's because it's from people who have access to us, which is okay, too. Yeah, you're maybe right. Maybe because it's direct. It's like people right. who we engage with on social media or like a friend of a friend will tell a right. friend. Let me calm down. Let me yeah, let just, me wait. Yeah, draw back a little bit. <laughs> calm down, grasshopper. So it's just like, you know, we really just are excited 
and we love coming up with ideas and things to talk about and like preparing to talk about them that we want to make sure that this is relevant for you guys. Yes. I think that's it. And this is all about, like we said, building a community and sharing things that we find useful that other people might find useful as well. We just want everybody to glow up and flourish and just have a great life. Boom. So again, you guys, you can reach us on Twitter. We'll put all the details in the description box. You can reach us on AskFM. Don't forget to rate. Don't forget to review. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl. Right. And hopefully we'll be back next week. Yep. Take care. Peace.